0: welcome to the evening mumbo the only podcast you need to keep on top of the day's biggest stories in australia's media and marketing industries it's monday the 27th of february it's our first episode of this new podcast i'm callum jasmine
1: And I'm Damien Francis. In today's news, Lisa Ronson is back in market. Foxtel secures two more years of lucrative HBO content. The SMH is once again the most read news brand and Lion CMO gets a promotion. Callum, where are we starting?
0: Hot off the press. Let's start with Lisa Ronson who's picked up... Her first gig since leaving Coles, she's joined ASX-listed BWX, a skin and hair care products company, as independent non-executive director and chair of the People and Culture Committee. BWX is home to brands including Sukin, Mineral Fusion, and Zoe Foster Blake's go-to. Damien, you are familiar with all those brands, I would assume?
1: I'm familiar with uh, BMX, BMW, BWM, and uh, that's pretty much it. (laughs)
0: It's an interesting time for Ronson to be joining as she is joining her former Coles colleague, Thinus Keeve, who came in as replacement CEO today after a tough year for BWX, which saw 91% of its share price wiped off. Posting losses upwards of $300 million in financial year 2022, today's half-year results weren't all too much of an improvement. I spoke to Ronson this afternoon. She said it's the first piece in the next puzzle, but left me guessing as to what more that means. As to her old gig, Coles, still no CMO. Seems like a bit of a muddle going on there with Leah Weckett, who's currently taking on the duties, set to become its CEO in May.
1: First piece of the puzzle for Lisa Ronson in place. A big puzzle still to fill for Coles, but the puzzle that has been solved is that of Lion because Chief Marketing Officer Anuba Sahasrabude has been promoted to Chief Growth Officer Now, Chief Growth Officer includes uh, strategy, data, digital, and technology. So it is a step up from the CMO role, and she will have some backup in Rachel Ellum, who's the Marketing Director for Australia, and she moved from New Zealand having had that exact same role over there. So it reminds me a bit of the Weekend Mumbo I wrote on Feb 6, where I talked about the death of the CMO role I think he's a really good example because there goes that role but in place a bigger stronger role with more under it Uh, Callum I reckon we might make you the CMO for my
0: (laughs) chief Melbourne officer I think would be a, a little bit more of an accurate title for me. Uh, The ABC's live broadcast of the Sydney gay and lesbian Mardi Gras brought in 380,000 Metro viewers, while Nine's Married at First Sight topped Sunday's entertainment programming with 928,000 Metro viewers. Idol was edged once again by Australian Survivor in overnights for the seventh successive night. Seems as though that is a bit of a running order now ever since the launch night on 30th January, which pitted the three shows against each other. But in other news, Foxtel looks set to hang on to the lucrative HBO rights deal for another few years, as per this morning's Sydney Morning Herald. With shows like Succession, White Lotus, The Last of Us and House of the Dragon proving guaranteed hits, an extension of Foxtel's deal with Warner Discovery until 2025 at the earliest was essential to keeping it paying subscribers on the likes of Binge. With a back catalogue including shows like The Wire, The Sopranos, a couple of my favourite shows there, Foxtel will be hoping that it can hang on to that deal for a little longer with streaming becoming the mainstay of its revenue stream.
1: So does this mean Foxtel is staying in the Jaspin household for a little bit longer, maybe two years, Cal?
0: Yeah, I reckon. Well, uh, Succession launching its new season in a few weeks' time, so it's got at
1: least a few more months to go. Excellent. It's sad news, though, in that Grand Designs Australia is no more final season. That for me is actually quite devastating. True story. Not even a joke. Moving on swiftly. (laughs) ninety-seven percent of Australians continue to consume news. That's the latest from Think News Brands and Roy Morgan with the total news readership figures coming out for the 12 months to December 2022. The results show that the top 10 news brands were the same as they were for the last survey period, which took us up to September twenty-two. And those in order were the Sydney Morning Herald, The Age, The Herald Sun, The Australian, West Australian, Perth Now, The Daily Telegraph, The Australian Financial Review, The Career Mail, The Adelaide Advertiser, and The Saturday Paper. We saw small drops uh, in readership over the majority of those in the top 10. But uh, the big uh, figure there was, as I said in the headline, 97% of those 14 and above are consuming News, What say you, Callum?
0: I'm in the 3%. Uh, I, I don't you read news. I uh, I write some news, but uh, consuming it,
1: nah. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, those were the biggest stories on Monday, the 27th of February. We hope you enjoyed the first episode of the Evening Mumbo. And if you did, you can subscribe or hit the follow button on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We will be back tomorrow. See you then. <laughs>